Welcome to another episode of Junior Achievement of South Florida's Recipe for Success. Just as there are no two recipes that contain the exact same ingredients or measurements, there are no two success stories exactly the same. Recipe for Success features entrepreneurs, visionary leaders, and innovators of all ages who will share the ingredients that make them successful. Here's your host, Lori Salarulo, President and CEO of Junior Achievement of Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of JA's Recipe for Success. I'm your host, Lori Salarulo, and it's a pleasure to be with you today. Um, this morning's guest, you know, as you know, on the show, we like to feature leaders and entrepreneurs. And, and so this morning's guest is someone that I've come to know and, and call a friend over the last so oh, many years that I've been here in the community and work with on different projects and different boards and just always admire him. So I'm thrilled to get him here today. Uh, He is the president and CEO of Hudson Capital Group. He is a recent appointee to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. And he is, I am proud to say, a past Hall of Fame laureate for Junior Achievement, Mr. Steve Hudson. Good morning. And a good morning to you. How are you today? I am amazing. It's a little gloomy out there, but I am still feeling good. It's Friday. That's okay. That's all right. We're all good. That's right. I listen. I, I have to point this out because I just did in your uh, your introduction mention the Hall of Fame laureate uh, that you are, and I see your award back there. Thank you for having it on display. Somewhere there you go. You got it perfectly. It's like pointing to the mountain or something, right? Getting all yeah. lined up. Um, so you, I know you have been busy during this time, uh, crazy time, and you're involved in so much. I don't know how you do all you do. Um, and we'll talk more about the community piece of what you do a little bit later. Um, but Steve, you're born and raised here in South Florida. And I know that you're raising your family here you talk a little bit about what that means to you, the, the pride of that, number one, and then also, you know, maybe some of what you've seen change in the community. Sure. Well, uh, Lori, thanks for having me today. And uh, it's a pleasure to uh, to be with you virtually. Uh, but I think these, the series is great. Uh, I watched a few of them, uh, a few of the previous ones, and uh, great conversations and, and really some great inspiration as well that I heard from uh, quite a few of, uh, of your guests. So, yeah, just a, a quick background. Born and raised here in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, my parents uh, came in the 50s, and certainly lots have changed uh, since then. But just for myself, you know, the, um, the the change that we've seen downtown in the urban core is tremendous. <clears throat> you know, we had one building maybe that was over uh, 15 stories tall. And to watch that growth and to be a part of that growth is uh, it's it's been amazing. Uh, you know, managing that growth is also uh, very uh, difficult, but we have uh, some good leaders in place and we have some, some great developers that uh, are doing some wonderful things that, you know, to create a very vibrant downtown, uh, which has really created this kind of center, if you will, between uh, Palm Beach and Miami. So, uh, yeah. you know, kind of throw in the bright line and we are at the, the, kind of the epicenter of this, this region. And, yeah. um it's just it's it's great to see you know uh, the natural resources we have and um, see how those are being protected locally. Also now uh, being part of uh, FWC, seeing that at the state level, uh, it's tremendous. So yeah. it, it, it's a lot of good stuff. It's it's uh, growing pains, I would say, because there's 
you know, not everybody is uh, is in, in a fan of growth, but uh, when you look at our downtown and you know all that that uh, can offer uh, all of our residents uh, and our tourists when they come back, uh, it is it's great. They will. Yes, they, they will. will. You know, I remember when I moved here. I can't believe it's been uh, about 28, 29 years now, and I remember thinking, "Wow, this is like a sleepy little town, right?" I came from Manhattan, so <laughs> to me, this was like the boonies, right? Um, but as I, I've really been proud to watch the city grow. And so thanks for being involved in that growth. Um, and I know that it'll continue. And you're right. There's always both sides of the fence. Um, so finding that balance is always the toughest challenge. Um, so, Steve, along the way in, in your career, you know, I know you've been with Republic. Uh, you've worked in the marine industry. You have been so fortunate to work under amazing leaders also um, in those businesses um, and in your family, um, wow, how many people get to to say that they have a dad, you know, like Wit, you know, and an uncle like Wayne. And so can we talk for a minute about, you know, maybe two or three of the things that you learned throughout your career in those different companies, you know, that have kind of brought you to today? Sure. Uh, well, <clears throat> I started uh, out of college. Uh, we were working uh, at Blockbuster and uh you know, I worked away from, from my father. Uh, we had a franchise and, and working for somebody else for, for a little bit. Uh, that was in Melbourne for a sleepy town. So I, I had to come back to Fort Lauderdale. But then I started working for my father in the garbage companies at the, at the lowest level on the back of the truck. And uh, I, wor I worked every part of the business through uh, the, the can shop and uh, dispatch sales. Uh, eventually making it uh, to uh, a recycling company for construction and demolition debris that we did um, the city of Fort Lauderdale. So, and then running that. So, you know, it, uh, I, I paid my dues and um, I worked hard. Uh, my father uh, did not just hand, uh, so to speak, the keys to the kingdom. It was, uh, you know, you're going to, you're going to learn every aspect of this and then uh, we'll see how it goes. But um, you know, Having uh, having my father, and, and I worked for my father uh, and with my father for uh, 28 years. Um, he passed uh, a couple years ago, but uh, working directly with him was uh, such a blessing to watch him. and And he would say, uh, you know, I, I make a decision on something, and he would say, "Well, that's not exactly the way I do it, but uh, you know, you, you've you've taken some of the best parts of me and and, uh, and and tempered those down a little bit to make your own style." And I think that was really important. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I have been afforded a lot of opportunities, but it really, it's what you do with those opportunities uh, that really, at least the way I look at, you know, what has created me and my success. Because uh, there's, there's all too often uh, many people that have been put in the same scenario and have squandered that opportunity. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, um, I've been very blessed to be uh, around some very smart people. And that's probably one of the first things I learned was, uh, you know, you don't know everything. So make sure you surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. Oh, great, great ingredient. You know, it's interesting. I uh, mentor a young woman and recently we were, we were having a chat over the phone and I've never met her in person. And, and she was complaining about her childhood and, and all these things that went on in her life and blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, this is a kid who went to private school from pre-K three um, and had, like you said, every opportunity, right, to take advantage of. 
And I finally, after listening for a little while, I finally said, you know, maybe it's time to start putting that behind, right? We all have something, right? You've been right. through, even though you were born, you know, into to a family where you had those opportunities, you still faced adversity in your life. And I, and I know that, right? We all do. Um, and so it was interesting because I said, maybe it's time to focus on all those opportunities and what you can do to learn from those things that happen and grow. And so, so many good lessons in what you just said for our young people, because they get to watch these videos too, right? Work your way up the ladder. Don't be too good to start from the bottom up and learn it, right? right? Pay your dues and take advantage of opportunities that are put in front of you. So many great ingredients that I hope our kids are listening to. Um, so thanks for sharing that. Um, you talked about downtown. Uh, one of the things I know that you are a, an owner at Boatyard uh, Restaurant Business, which right now, of course, uh, is one of the industries being hit the hardest throughout this um, pandemic. What What's going on? Talk to us a little bit about what's happening there, um, what you're doing to help right, the people that you had and, and what you see maybe coming uh, to help the industry. Sure. You know, overnight, the, you know, you turn the switch off and for, for Boatyard and really for most of uh, the establishments here in Fort Lauderdale, uh, that was March 17th. And that's the height of the season. And the next two months, right through way or through uh, Mother's Day, uh, that's, that is the truly the heart of the season when most businesses uh, make enough money to really survive in the summer. And so uh, to have all of the, the restaurants closed, and I'll say specifically for Boatyard, uh, you know, we had to we had to lay off 140 people overnight. Wow. Uh, and so, you know, the, the statistic that I heard is that 90% uh, of the, the workforce in restaurant uh, hospitality of the hourly employees uh, were almost instantly laid off. And then about 50% of the salaried employees. And so this industry has taken it really hard. Yes, you know, delivery, takeout uh, has helped some, I, I can't just say maybe sustain because uh, they're still losing money, but at least they're getting their employees uh, to work and things like that. So uh, starting on, on Monday, we will open at 50%, uh, which is great. At, at 25%, still most restaurants wouldn't be able to survive. So. You know, when we do reopen, and I hope that uh, everyone does uh, visit the restaurants responsibly, make sure you're wearing your mask and, uh, you know, keep your social distancing. Uh, and we will be doing the same. The, the restaurant will have, you know, all the employees will be wearing masks and gloves and services will be clean, paper or paper uh, menus will be used. And we're going to try to, uh, we will make the guest experience as, uh, as, as clean and safe as, uh, as possible. But a lot of it does rely on the, the public as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, if you look at what happened in Naples and they shut down the beach, you know, it was just too much. So uh, that's important to know because we can't be shut down again. Uh, it, it would just be disastrous. So uh, and my restaurant partner, um, uh, Tim Patrol and the restaurant people, they've got several restaurants uh, throughout Port Audio and they're doing a great job to make sure that, again, it's a safe experience for the customer, everybody wants to get out of the house, but it just needs to be done responsibly. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, it's interesting, all of a sudden, and I had never heard this term before, uh, but in the marketing world nowadays, they're using the term confidence campaign, 
right? And so the restaurants yeah. also and hotels and, and all the businesses as they reopen, I think it's going to be a matter of, right, for, for me, uh, I know, and, and I think this rings true for a lot, it's going to be a matter of do I have confidence, right, in that restaurant, in the people yeah. who own it, um, that they're going to do everything they can to keep us safe. And so I think getting that message out, I'm glad you've had a chance to share that um, because I think that's going to be important that that your industry uh, get that message out. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I encourage everyone to to get out again responsibly because these uh, these restaurants, retail, they all need. Uh, they need our help. Uh, but again, responsibly so, so that we don't get a week down the road and uh, either the city, the county or the state comes in and says, no, this isn't working. We've, you know, we've got to shut it down again. So, yeah, no, that would not be good for, for our economy. Um, so with all of the things that you do, Steve, restaurant business development, uh, I know you have other companies you're involved in, um, you know, family, children, I, you know, and, and yet I, I will tell you, and, and I, I want everybody to know this. There is never a time that I don't say, hey, want to get together for a cup of coffee. And you don't make the time for me. And I'm sure that you're doing that for other people, even though I want to feel like I, I want to know that I'm special. But, um, but special. I know you're doing it for, for, for people. How do you find the time for all of that and, and all of the things that you do in the community, the Humane Society, the Community Foundation of Broward, Junior Achievement, uh, the list goes on and on. I, 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 I know I forgot a bunch, but how do you find the time and why does, is that so important to you? I don't sleep much. <laughs> oh, good. I have somebody else I can, I can uh, email and, and text in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, so, so community is very important to me. Uh, you know, family, uh, family first, uh, uh, and so anybody that knows me uh, knows how close uh, family is and how close um, in the time that I spend with family. Uh, but, you know, kind of next uh, kind of, I would say, balance is what I do in the community as well as what I do in business. And so, you know, there's a whole lot of, uh, of time that gets spent with that. Um, but it's also very rewarding, uh, a point to uh, the community foundation. So this is my, my last year on the board, but I was the board chair for two years. And uh, that was just a tremendous experience. Uh, we are in a, in a large capital campaign uh, and I plan on staying involved. Uh, junior achievement, you know, uh, I love it with my uh, my buddy Andy at, um, and unfortunately we're not at uh, doing the hall of fame this year, but look for us virtually um soon they're coming <laughs> they're coming uh but the great work that junior achievement does and yes i've the humane society for for 20 plus years so um it's very rewarding work and uh you know for for all of those different aspects because there's truly i mean if you look at you've got the dogs and cats and, and junior achievement you've got the kids and and uh and the, their future um, and the community foundation again is is just much more global, and I've learned so much more about all of the different nonprofits throughout Broward County that need so much help, and especially during this pandemic, that uh, you know funding sources are drying up. Uh, take JA for example, events being canceled uh, for the foreseeable future uh, until people really feel comfortable, uh, you know, milling about, and uh, you know you're not going to see a cocktail party of 300 people. Uh, yeah. that are, you know, packed in like sardines. So 
there's there's going to be uh, I think I heard it yesterday was a a new uh, a new abnormal, if you will. <laughs> so yeah, the new normal. I like that. It is more like abnormal. yeah. I agree. But I um but I find uh I I find it very rewarding um it, to be able to to give back to this community that's given me so much. And I know that sounds like a soundbite, uh, but that truly is the case. And and I want to make uh, this place a, a better place for my kids and their grandkids. And you know, I can't tell you how many people that I went to high school with that, that did not come home. There wasn't, there were not opportunities here. So they stayed in New York or Boston or San Francisco, but you know, my opportunities were here and I'm thankful for that. And, uh, you know, what a great place we live in. I mean, I, I was born in on around the water, you know, diving and surfing and uh, just I love I love where we live. And, you know, to to be a part of some of the transformation and to be a part of, uh, you know, again, taking care of our community, those that are less fortunate. Um, I, I got to put a pitch in for Habitat for Humanity as well. Uh, there was a big CEO build. You know, I do remember that's how we met was through Habitat. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, we've been involved uh, as a family uh, in Habitat for Humanity for years and years. So, uh, you know, my, my Aunt Marty, she had a great line, which was, you know, it's not a, a hand out. It's a hand up that you're going to help with. And so that's always stuck with me because, you know, people, for the most part, okay, people don't want just a handout, you know. People at the core, people want to feel like they've they've earned something or, you know, to, to get to what they've gotten. So, uh, you know, that's those programs like Habitat are, are, are just great. So, yeah. you know, it's really about building that community, whether it's through philanthropy efforts that I have or through the development side. Uh, we're we're heavily involved in the development in Flagler Village, also uh, on Los Olas Boulevard. Uh, I did quite a bit of development on 17th Street. So being able to create experiences and, you know, better the community in that way, again, to make opportunities for, for my kids, you know, they're, they're still in, in high school. So, you know, they go off to college. I want them to come back. Now, whether they work, you know, with me or for me uh, or not, uh, I still would like them to come back and, and be a part of this community and give back as I have. Yeah. You know, I think that's one of the, the the value, I think, that that junior achievement, just one little piece of it, is making sure that students know about all of the different industries and careers and opportunities that are here, socially, artistic, you know, all of that, um, that this is an amazing community to come back to. And that is one of the messages um, and some of the information we want to make sure they know, because if they know there are good jobs here, um, then and their families are here, then hopefully they'll come back. But you've mentioned so many great ingredients to success, um, your success, the success of your companies, um, you know, and, and being a part of creating community and transforming a community. God, it's, it's got to be such a, an amazing feeling to put your head on the pillow every night. But I always say that in every recipe, there's one main ingredient to success. What's Steve Hudson's main ingredients to success? Uh, the single, the single, singular uh, would be faith, uh, and, and and not just faith in God, but faith in yourself, faith in your family, faith that uh, you know you're you're doing the right thing. Uh, so that uh, that is a guiding principle 
in, in, in everything. So, uh, and I would say uh, that also a bit of a shameless plug, but, uh, you know, a very supportive wife helps out a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's a so. good thing you did that. <laughs> but it's true, you know, uh, family, like I said earlier, family life is, is extremely important. And, uh, you know, before I lay my head on the pillow, uh, you know, we have family time and, and truly, you know, out of this horrific pandemic, but one of the, the, the true benefits and, and bright spots is, you know, the kids are home. There's no sports. There's no dancers. No, ch everybody's home, and and we're having you know sometimes three meals a day together. Uh, that just hasn't happened in years. And so, uh, you know, staying home, and uh, well, you know, we watch a little bit of TV here and there, but but playing card games and you know being being family and that family core and being able to to teach my kids how important uh, family is. Uh, it's 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 been great. It really has. Again. A little bit of a silver lining in, in, a, in a horrible uh, time that we're living in, but there's that. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think, uh, you know, some people say this is the world writing itself, you know, um, teaching us more about the environment and taking care of it and focusing on family uh, time and, and faith and all those things, because we, we definitely need all of that to get through this, this difficult time. So. Um, but Steve, I, I know I am so grateful for your friendship, uh, grateful that our paths crossed so many years ago and that, you know, we've stayed uh, in touch and, and worked on things together. And, and I so appreciate you uh, and everything that you do for the community, uh, for our city. Uh, and so thank you uh, on behalf of all of us at Junior Achievement, of course. Um, so, um, so thanks for being with me today. Appreciate you sharing all of your some of your secrets in there um, <laughs> and uh, the secret sauce and uh, just yeah. stay well. And hopefully, like you said, we will be having coffee again somewhere else besides virtually. True. Well, Lori, thanks for having me. And, uh, and I'll, I'll put that plug in for junior achievement. Uh, we need your support. We need your dollars to you know, do all these programs. And without, you know, the events, uh, that's, that's tough. And so, yeah. uh, you know, please be supportive. Of, uh, of all uh, of these great efforts throughout the, the uh, community because um, they really need, you know, they need your, your help, whether it's your time, your money, um, you know, be a part and get involved. So, Lori, yeah. thanks for having me. Be safe. It's great to see you, albeit virtually, and we'll get together soon. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And thanks right. for watching today. Hope you have a great day, and we'll see you on the next episode of Recipe for Success. Let's get cooking.